Hello, guys. Welcome to the Spikenard Culture Creative Leadership Podcast. We are with Beulah John again. Uh, we're still talking about the same, same conversation we had last time about fast fashion. But this time we're talking about solutions. You know, last conversation, I was so impacted myself. Um, I was so impacted by the things that, you know, Beulah had to say about the fashion industry especially about the repercussions of fast fashion, the repercussions of our decisions and the repercussions of, you know, media and digital media and the accessibility to all these things. And um, I'm excited today to talk about solutions, to talk about what are the solutions, what can I do, what can you do um, as a listener, and also how can we support, you know, more ethical manufacturers? How can we support more, you know, ethical fashion brands? Because they're there, right? You know, they're there. They might be sometimes not, you know, the mainstream, but I really want to talk about solutions today. And I don't, you know, think we can find a better person than, you know, Beulah, who is in the industry, who's trying to be a solution, who has a company, who's a fashion designer herself. So Beulah, um, welcome to our podcast again. And um, yeah, I'm excited to have you today. I'm really excited to be here, Steve. Thank you so much for calling me back on this uh, I, on this series, I, I love, I would love to talk more about this topic with you. Yeah. So let's just jump at it. So last time you kind of touched a little bit on ethical fashion and you talked about sustainable fashion as a solution to the problem of, you know, fast fashion. But before we even jump into that, I want to, I want to talk about you and what you're doing. What is, uh, what is, what is it that you're putting your hands to day by day? Like every day you're going to work, tell us about that. Tell us about the work you're doing. Tell us about your company. Tell us about your fashion journey, you know, so that, you know, we can understand kind of where you're coming from. We can understand the pains and like the things that you, the, the hard challenges that you have had to face. Cause you know, at the end of the day, I know for you as a fashion designer and also someone who's also in manufacturing, right? So these people, right, they're mostly, you know, looking at, you know, reducing wages, doing different things, all to build profits. So I know that I'm sure there's been temptation sometimes, or there's been times when, you know, you're not getting as much profit as you would because you're paying fair wages, right? There's like different decisions your company and you are making that are cutting the, you know, the margins of your profit, or sometimes maybe making it difficult to even survive. I want to hear those stories. I want to hear how is your company you know, able to face some of these challenges that, you know, the big manufacturers have taken the easy road out. Because I see fast fashion, you know, being like, of course, it's a demand, right? And the fast fashion world has the money, of course, to like provide some of these things, but they're taking it the easy way out, you know? So how are you guys taking the, that hard road, but also sustaining yourself, also, you know, making these decisions, you know, when they're affecting your finances, they're affecting your processes, you know, I really want to hear your journey, you know, as like a manufacturer, as a fashion designer, because I think that will give us, I guess, perspective as listeners to understand when we start talking about what does ethical fashion mean? What does sustainable fashion mean? And what can we do? Okay. Uh, there are various parts to your question, Steve. So I think I'll go through all of them one by one. Firstly, going uh, back to 
my journey as a fashion designer and why i started and why i took on this road of it being ethical let me just touch upon that so like i said in the previous podcast it was something uh, i always loved fashion it was something that was inbuilt in me uh, and in fact right out of college like i studied in national institute of fashion technology and i i worked for like a year uh, in a fashion brand and right after that i started my own fashion brand uh back then it was known as zibaya and it was doing actually doing well because uh, we produced products uh, people were buying them uh, but always even and you know it was a dream that i dreamt uh, uh, since i was six i was in sixth grade and after so many years i actually started my own fashion brand but what happened after a year of running that fashion brand i always wondered what next what good is this fashion brand doing am i really uh, bringing about a change is this really my purpose in life so i actually shut down the brand and i did not you know continue on my brand uh, you know for the next uh, two years i in fact went into teaching fashion for two years then when i came back i came back and started a new brand known as shop for asha now what is shop for asha i started a brand known as shop for asha that with every garment that we make we are doing good to the community now uh, when we talk about shop for asha and asha garment factory that is our manufacturing unit we uh, we talk about and we aim to doing good in three different ways okay and this is how we achieve uh, being ethical as well as sustainable firstly uh, we work with clients uh, that have the same motto as us we work with clients that are more ethically uh, inclined we work with clients who uh, you know love uh, fashion and are willing to pay slightly extra just to uh, you know make sure that uh the processes are intact just to make sure that the garments are ethically made and in fact i'll tell you something you were asking me how do you cope up with all of this how do you make sure in fact just last month we were talking with this really big company uh buying house in fact that were willing to pay uh give us an order of uh you know 1000 t-shirts to be produced in a day can you imagine 1000 t-shirts to be produced in a day but they were willing to pay peanuts uh, for each t-shirt now this goes back to the concept of fast fashion this goes back and we actually you know if i would have taken that up i would have made lots of money and but i know in the process it, it would be bad for the environment firstly secondly i wouldn't be able to pay fair wages to my uh you know sewing partners if i take up that job so we actually rejected such a big order just because we want to uh work with brands that believe in the same um you know ethical beliefs that we believe uh we want to work with brands that believe in doing uh good uh towards the com- uh, community that we uh you know live in so as a garment factory we work with brands that only believe in doing good and secondly uh, you know uh, as a brand for shop for asha we uh, we only uh, in fact we do not have huge number of units that we produce every season we produce few units that are produced and we produce only two collections every year that's it and uh, we believe in keeping ourselves sustainable 
secondly what we do is in our entire process we believe in producing uh, you know providing uh, you know fair minimum wages to all our sewing partners we believe in uh, you know uh, uh, giving them a good working environment so uh, we are doing good to the community that we are building in the garment factory itself we are making sure that they work in fair conditions they are paid fairly uh, there is no child labor involved every product produced through the asha garment factory is produced ethically because we know everybody in the process in asha garment factory is positively uh, being benefited in fact uh, even during the lockdown where uh, major all big garment factories in fact i've heard so many stories of big garment factories in hyderabad itself who uh, laid off their staff who stopped production and did not pay them those wages we did not cut salaries for our uh, you know uh, sewing partners for a single day during the lockdown in fact we made sure uh, we had enough work for them even through the lockdown so that's the kind of belief we do just because we are benefiting in something we uh, we do not want to uh, you know what do you say uh, uh, harm somebody else in the process the third right. factor that is that we do is we do good to the uh, outside community that is every single product made in asha garment factory and shop for asha all our profits go to our uh, sister organization that is asha jyoti that actually helps in rescuing orphans uh, semi orphans and children uh, from various commercial sex trade background uh, children affected by hiv aids and giving them good quality uh, education giving them a safe environment to grow in giving them healthy food uh, and making sure they they grow in a caring and loving environment we also help uh, you know ladies uh, single moms uh, ladies rescued from uh, uh, sex trafficking uh, uh, you know uh, school dropouts we help them in giving them vocational skills so that uh, you know they can go back to the community uh, uh, empowered so our our we try to maintain uh, ethical uh, philosophies from the brands that we work in to our manufacturing process and also the profits that we make through every product so it's we try to follow ethic uh, you know you know uh, try to do the whole process ethically from the beginning to the end so that is uh, you know our goal and our motto uh, through shop for asha and asha garment factory behuva <laughs> you know you're like one of those people man when you speak like if i get arrested like like my attention just gets arrested and i am just like wow like wow 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 like it gets better and better and better like what you guys are doing is just so phenomenal not only are you guys i guess doing like the the you know just like the needful thing to like provide for the people that work under you but you're also going the extra step of like actually making sure that your profits are also going to help serve the community and also help those less fortunate um I really 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 love that. And so like for you guys, how do you 
on the questions on sustainability and ethical ethical manufacturing, like how do you guys make sure that you have an ethical fashion brand? What does that what does that mean? So for people who don't know what ethical fashion brands, so what are they what are we looking for, you know, when we say that? Okay, so there are two kinds of fashion brand that you will come across. An ethical fashion brand and a sustainable fashion brand. Uh, now, uh, and actually a lot of times these are actually interchangeable. Some people use it together also. But actually these two mean two separate, I mean completely different things. I mean there are a few certain aspects that overlap but they actually mean two different things. Now when you talk about ethical fashion brand, they make sure that everything in the process of manufacturing is done ethically, that all their sewing partners and workers are, uh, you know, taken care of in the process of manufacturing the product. Now, that is known as ethical fashion. When you talk about sustainable fashion, it is making sure that there is no harm done to the environment in the process of uh, you know, creating a product. Now, uh, we as a fashion brand, we, 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 as I explained, we cater to both because firstly, I already explained that we make sure the entire process from our sewing partners to the brands we work with are, uh, you know, uh, we make sure everything is done ethically. Secondly, when, when it comes to sustainability, sustainability, we in our own ways try to reduce as much as we, uh, possible. Uh, we make sure the, uh, we do not excessively use water we try, during the washing process. Uh, uh, we make sure, uh, you know, that even if there is wastage of fabric while creating a product, we always make byproducts with the wastage of fabric. For example, if a, a, a brand is coming to me and telling me to make shorts and they give me say thousand meters of making shorts. Now, after I cut the fabric for shorts, there is always wastage of fabric. Now, what happens to this fabric usually? It's usually thrown away, it's burnt and goes as landfill. What we try to do, we always uh, talk to our brand and we tell them, listen, we have this fabric and we will actually make these crunchies, you know, for free for uh, your brand or at a very minimum cost so that uh, there is no wastage of fabric, crunchies, hairbands, bags, you know, so that there is no wastage of fabric. So it can be something that is given uh, to the customer while buying the product or it can be an additional product on their website. That, or you know even small products like masks that are done to help the community of course now it's not relevant because corona is gone but these were some of the things that we did to make sure uh, that uh, sustainability is uh, taken care of in every process we try our best not to harm the environment as much as possible wow come on so for you guys, it's like mostly trying to find ways, you know, increase waste. Cause like, I remember, I think I had a conversation with another manufacturer that said, you know, uh, I believe the fashion industry is the second, you know, polluter in the world, like the second biggest polluter in the world. And so that's like one of like the core things you guys are trying to avoid is being like a pollutant, right? Yes. Uh I mean, what you're saying is absolutely right. Because all this fabric, extra fabric, what happens to it? It basically becomes landfill. It basically becomes waste that 
uh, you know and like i said in my previous podcast a fabric to actually decompose and this uh, you know it takes up to 200 years and that's what i read uh, in an article and uh, if you're going to create waste for the next 200 years uh, you know try to do something else with it and create a product which will actually be useful to the customers and the clients that you're working with amazing so like if someone wants to connect with you bula or wants to hear more uh wants to work with you or wants to you know just uh i guess connect you know in a way that they can know more about your company know about your vision how can they connect with you so uh like i said there are two ways if you want to shop from us from our brand called shop for asha which we actually have a new collection our spring summer collection releasing on april 15th so if you want to shop for us you can always visit our website known as uh, uh www.shopforasha.com if you want to connect with us you know for manufacturing uh, you can visit our ashagarmentfactory.com or uh, you can always uh, uh you know send me a message on instagram uh, my id is basically bula john itself so you can always uh, send me uh, a message on instagram as well i mean anyways fine with me awesome awesome thank you so much bula for coming on man i learned so much i enjoyed this podcast honestly i i just learned a lot and i just love talking to you because there's like a passion that you have that is just is so infectious and so Thank you so much for bringing your passion here and just for bringing the the truth and the knowledge that you have and I'm excited to do more of this with you. Um is there anything that you'd like to say as we close? Uh nothing. I I would just like to say I had a lot of fun doing this. I mean, I love creating awareness about these two issues. So I would encourage whoever is listening to me or to us right now, please talk about ethical fashion talk about sustainable fashion i mean uh, let's do a small bit uh, towards our community and the environment awesome thank you so much bula thank you to everyone for listening and we'll see you next week bye bye <laughs>